Hey guys, welcome back to Funny Blunt Truth. We're on episode 18. We're sponsored by Keeper Brand Fishing Apparel. If you guys want awesome, comfortable, breathable fishing apparel, clothing, t-shirts, uh, please shop Keeper Brand. We're going to provide a link to their site in the uh, description of the episode. We have a special guest, Hilton Ariel Ruiz, producer and director of Zombie with a Shotgun. He's also known, known for 6666, Beyond the Halls of Paradise. Rotomania and a long list of shorts. You can you can check them out on IMDb. Uh, Hilton, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you guys for having me on the show. I really appreciate that. Oh, awesome, and thanks for being on. Don's also on the podcast, of course. Here as always. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, thank you for being on. Uh, I was personally excited to have you on, and I've talked about this on on previous episodes. Uh. I, I've written scripts, uh, I've dabbled in short films, um, so to see somebody breaking out of the grind and actually making it and doing something, um, it's it's awesome, and I'm generally happy for you. Like, I don't personally know you as a person like that, but I am happy for you. I like to see people make it, and uh, it's inspiring, man. So, how did this whole zombie with a shotgun campaign, how did this all start for you? It's, you know, four years ago, I started the whole... Um zombie with a shotgun um what happened is uh you know i've been doing a lot of shorts obviously you could see my record and uh you know horror genre you know everyone loves the horror genre and you know it's one of my favorite genres and it was just strange that you know i had this you know how many years 15 to 20 years i was doing this and i never really explored the horror genre and you know i you know I've came out during the years of, you know, uh, you know, 93, 94, 95. I did my studies when that whole explosion of, you know, you had, uh, Buffalo 66 and you had Brothers McMullen and you had Pulp Fiction coming out and you had that whole independent craze going on. And that was, that's the era that I was from. And that was the era that when I went into schooling and to do filmmaking, uh, we concentrated on trying to create those kind of dialogue driven kind of snappy films for the new, you know, era during that time. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so, you know, that's the group that I hung out with and I really explored horror, but I thought, you know, it, it, it actually helped out, you know, helped out with my, you know, writing and technique and learning a little bit more, just not, you know, dabbling just in the horror. So I did not begin it, but I always wanted to, but it's like, when am I going to have the time? Of course, when you have a group of, you know, your colleagues you're hanging out with, you know, to, you usually stick with you, all you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. So what happened is, you know, four years ago, I'm like, you know what? It's the, the, the industry's changed a lot, obviously, with the digital revolution going on and everything like that. You was able to, you know, do things in a very, you know, low scale and still look great. Mm-hmm. And, and the market started getting really different, you know, where, of course, online, you could promote your stuff. And the film festival circuit started getting a little bit kind of smaller, you know, because because before that was the only way you could showcase your product. That was your outlet. Yes, that was the only outlet. And then with the whole thing with online, that was your main outlet. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, you know, there's a lot more things to do. Um, you know, horror is the number one genre for, you know, online VLD and also you don't have to have an A-list cast for people mm-hmm. to go out, you know, watch it and everything like that. So Right, right. I said, you know what? I wanted to do my own interpretation of zombies and I said, look, let me just do one. And I always wanted to do kind of like a love story crossover from zombies, love story, and I said, hey, let's do this whole zombie thing. 
Um, and the magic thing with the whole thing was also title. You know, there's these all these titles for horror for zombie. You know, like I'm not like yeah. I said, zombies has been on forever. You know, <laughs> I'm not reinventing the wheel or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, what titles are you gonna have? You know, you have zombie apocalypse, you have the zombie. You know, you have all this stuff. So I just thought of hey. You know, zombie with a shotgun. You know, you had Hobo yeah. with a shotgun. Dude, which I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. And I figured, you know, having that zombie with a shotgun would would create more of a grab people more, you know. And when people watch the series, people get a little bit confused. And I guess because of the Hobo with a shotgun, they, they expect it to be more kind of like that. And I think that's the cool thing also. When people watch it, they don't, they expect that kind of like, you know, shoot them up going crazy thing and then when they see it they're like huh it's not that but kind of you know it's still kind of intriguing and the title is intriguing with the story it has that you know it's you know it has that a lot of people have come say hey you know zombies is not my thing but this is really cool you know it has you know a lot of people's calling me oh it's it's great it's good it has a science fiction into it it has the horror kind of thing into it It has the romance kind of thing it has that kind of quirky thing going in so everything it hits all those kind of um elements that i just said and the first episode came out and I think, you know, it just stuck to everybody and it just, dude, it, it, it started just slowly Snowball. but surely. Yes. Until yeah. like now it's like, I, you know, it's, it's become its own thing and, you know, is, is really it surreal? Excited. Excuse me? Is yes. it, is it like, uh, surreal for you? Guys? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I, I, I can't even imagine like four years starting how, is has uh developed into this point that I'm like there's there's no point in return of like you know I can't stop because um you know everybody will love to have opportunities like this and having a, pro- a product that's getting popular out there and has sort of like a brand it's very hard you know uh, um to have that and having zombie with shotgun four years ago just keep on climbing and climbing climbing and even I've done other things also you know I've done other things and then I I thought that maybe the craze of zombie shotgun would go away and never went away it just <laughs> constantly and constantly people want more me, and more and more let yep. me actually hit upon that because when doing some research uh you have a severely severely uh dedicated following your viewers uh, the people, so normally, to, to more to the point, normally when you go on, like, let's say, uh, a YouTube or Vimeo or however you pronounce it, usually it's filled with vitriol in, uh, in all the comment sections. I noticed as I went from, uh, your movies, uh, or from one website to the other, all the comments were extremely positive. I mean, in, in, you know, you know that's, dude, that's something you know, that's rare. I, you know, that it's so interesting you say that because last week, I think I had someone for the first time said something kind of negative. Like a hater? And, <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't used to it. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? We'll find him. Get him. Yeah. yeah, so then I was like, you know, um, but it wasn't criticizing the story and everything. It was criticizing more the actors. But, you know, it was like a first time like, dude, that's pretty strange. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, you know, and, and you know the thing is I'm going to honestly tell you, you know, you, you know being – in, in doing projects, you know, doing, working so many years, you have to develop tough skin. I've had people in, you know, years that I've done projects tell me, you, yo, your work is crap, garbage. And, you know, when you start off, you know, you kind of, it gets you upset. You know, you're it's like, you're like oh, a dagger. 
Yeah, but you know, I developed this tough skin that if somebody told me I laugh, I was like, okay, whatever. You know, I, I, I've heard worse. You know, I tell, you know, I would, that's what I would tell somebody, dude, I've heard worse. People's told me, you know, many things. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, you, you know, people criticize even the best projects out there, but yes, you're absolutely right. The, oh, yeah, the, man. The, the fans have a very positive thing of this and it's pretty amazing. I, I, I promoted more Vimeo. I do have a YouTube. And you know what? It's it's one of those weird things. That, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, why don't you put a YouTube?" It's like, you know, I don't know. It was just one of those weird things because, you know, during that time, Vimeo they had this. They promoted that they 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 do their own Kodak differently than that. You know, uh, where YouTube does Flash. You know, they convert your videos into Flash. Where Vimeo has like this sort of like different Kodak that no one knows that it looks better, the quality, the colors, and it's true. When you look at Vimeo stuff and you look at YouTube. The Vimeo stuff stays a little bit more true to your raw footage is with the colors are more vibrant and everything. Not as I said, you know what, let me check this out. And I did it. And, you know, when you do compare it, it's true. But it's not one of those things, you know, it's not like I chose one, but Vimeo I promoted and, and it's become, you know, and, um, you know, it's been still, you know, watching people and very popular. Yeah. Now is that now, is that just to jump in here? Sorry, Dave. Is that right. is that a portion? Do you think of the success you've had with the shorts is because you've had the internet there, whereas you know, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, that might have been a different story altogether. You know, that's a good question. Um, I, uh, ooh, that was a, that's a that's a really good question. I would have to say, yeah, I would have to say the internet made it really more, you know. Uh, more out there, I think, because you know, the, the, you know, if you guys remember on the film festivals, that, that was also kind of like a strategy you had to figure out, like which ones were the ones to choose, because it's, it's money. You know, you have to pay, you know, twenty five dollars here, thirty five dollars, forty dollars, and then you have to wait to get, you know, to see if you get accepted, and then if it gets accepted, you know, that's more fees to figure out how many you're gonna get some posters out there and everything. So it was such a problem with money wise also you had to have a budget for that you know for the film festivals and you know i i think also with those film festivals you had to have relations you know relationships with with the the you know whoever's running it i mean come you know i mean i i'm, I'm gonna be real it's so true you know i have have friends that running festivals and I have friends that brought films to fest and they're all getting in because they know somebody that's there. Slight you know, politics. they have, yeah. yes. And, and you know, and that, that's the truth. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, uh, secret to that. And you know, as years went by, I learned it, you know, I'm even to this day, I have friends that they get into festivals because they know the people who's running it, operating it, or they know somebody in there. With <laughs> the internet, say, go ahead. With, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. With the internet, it's, you see what you get. There's no, you know, there's still politics, you know, you get somebody put it in on <laughs> yeah. a, on a higher sort of, you know, website, but yeah, go ahead. I just gotta say, not to cut you off, I'm sorry, um, it's so no. awesome that you're so candid about this because I've had my theories on this and, and I've discussed this with Don because Don is into film also and Don likes to write and, um, you know, I've entered like 48 hour film contests and all kinds of mm -hmm. little low level things. And, uh, you know, we, we've discussed like breaking into the industry and like, you know, we talked about this before we got on air. Like, it's got to be part talent, part drive, part luck, and part who you know. And and I've always, like, theorized about this, but it's awesome hearing somebody who is, like, in that world just, like, flat out admitting it that, you know, part of it is, like, who you know, little connections here and there, and yeah. some of it is luck. Uh, I think, uh, you know, people might get mad when I tell this to everybody, you know, and people get really upset. I think all of it is luck. 
Um, of course, you have to have some sort of talent. You know, you could work the talent. But, dude, how many times we see people that have no talent and they make it? You know, oh, yeah. so I, I'm just saying I think I think all of it is luck. But you have to play in the game to get that luck, to catch that luck. You know, you have to work at it. And eventually, hopefully, you know, you can get luck. You know, and and as we spoke before, we you know, recording, you know, I'm, hey, I, I omit it. You know, I'm not going to be out there and say, hey, you know, I did. It was I got lucky. I got really lucky where, you know, everything kind of aligned with, you know, the, 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 the people that I worked with to the series becoming very popular. Even with the comic book, you know, I got lucky with even with that, you know, Simona who came on board just basically approached me and basically said, dude, I love this. I want to work on a comic. I mean, dude, that's luck. That's, you know, that's, yeah, that's not me going, Hey, you know, I told <laughs> this guy or, you know, somebody, no, that's, 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 that's luck. And that was the truth. And I was like, wow, you know, I can't even, this, this doesn't even get better. And, um, you know, it, 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 yeah, there is, don't get me wrong. If you have talent, and that luck factor comes in hand. Yes, you will succeed more because you have that talent. More of a chance. But the, uh, yeah, and then there is a lot of people that you know, as I said before, don't have talent. They make it and get the luck factor. And they still continue their, their success and everything like Kardashians. that. Kardashians. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, uh, that, I know, right? We all. You don't have to comment. It's okay. <laughs> no, we will. I'll we take the heat for that, that one. That ultimate <laughs> luck. But you know, I mean, um, hey, I, I, I with the Kardashians. <laughs> Run with it, baby. Run with the luck. You know, I, I you, think we have got the same. And just but, go for it. I think we have the same mindset here on the show as well, too. You know, it's one of those things that if you can make it a success, just go do it. Go be a success. There's a lot of people out there bashing other people for success, and you know, Dave and I have very similar opinions on that. When somebody says, "Oh, I want to open up my own flower shop and quit my nine to five office job," we say, "You know what? Go do it then. Be go successful. Ahead. Do that." You know, somebody the other day yeah. told me they wanted to be a stewardess. You know, she's going to college for whatever the case is, and uh, and the parents are against it. You know, it, we've actually heard this from some of our other celebrity guests as well too. Dave and I always say, if that's what you want to do, just go out there and do it, man. And if you're if you're a Kardashian and you can just write off, what I don't even know how the hell they're famous, to be honest. I'm such a luddite sometimes, but uh, even though that's for technology, but you know what I mean. Like if they're gonna do it, they're gonna make millions. Of rock on, you know. For, for me, man, it's go ahead. Dude, that's ahead. what I say. No, no, I totally agree. Just go for it, man. You could just do it, do it, and just run and run and keep running with it. <laughs> it's uh, whatever makes you happy. You know, I'm an advocate of like following your passions. But the problem is, is that the way the system is built, like, you know, there's a lot of fear with like jumping and chasing your dreams because we all work that nine to five. You know, we're afraid of like leaving what we know and taking a chance. And you have like a lot of negativity around you. Like people, you know, people who maybe doubt themselves, they'll try to like, tear you down i tell you no it's it's too hard and yada yada so uh that kind of leads me into another question for you hilton um how much uh like negativity as opposed to positivity have you faced where you you've had people you know kind of try to discourage you in a way and say hey you know like it's so hard and what are the odds and yada yada have you yeah had i still have it yeah i have a lot of people that always say dude you know that's so hard you know i give an answer to them all the time i said but dude what is it you know, everything you do is hard. It's whatever you put your mindset into it and you do what you want to do and, you know, and you get out there. Um, you know, that's what I tell a lot of people. Um, you know, the negativity that I got with Zombie, yeah, of course I do get negativity. You know, it's a lot of negativity that I get made with Zombie with Shotgun. It's basically, you know, you're wasting your time. The zombie genre is, is already saturated. The zombie genre, you're wasting, you know, 
look, you can't reinvent The Walking Dead. Walking Dead is the best thing out there. You can't compare. You're never going to do it. And, you know, I that's I do get that a lot. I do get that a lot, especially people who, like, like in social media, people who direct message me, and they just want to say that to get feel good about themselves, you know? And, you know, sometimes, you know, I tell people, hey, you know what? You know, I give you an example. Another thing that people always tell me, oh, I'm tired of the zombie genre. There's, you know, it's already uh, done with, uh, um, you know, it's it's uh, played out. Zombie zombie drama is fading out, it's going out. And I tell mm-hmm. people, well, you know what? There's a lot of cop movies, action movies, western movies, vampire movies, freaking, you know, uh, uh, all the type of movies. I said that's just <laughs> right. part of the whole American pop culture. There's always room for one more good story. Yeah, I and love that's zombies. That. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, that's just the whole negativity, and people just, you know, that's just basically the big negativity when it came to just this particular project that I'm doing is basically saying you're wasting your time because the genre uh, uh, is saturated. Yeah, it's true. I mean, dude, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. It is, but I like it. This is <clears> what I love. This is what I want. I, I create. And, you know, I'm going to keep on going with it. But again, as I tell somebody, you know, hey, but if I do a cop movie, how many cop movies are out there? You know, a million. Oh, my God. There's yeah. never a shortage. Jeez. Yeah. So it's like what what you know, what isn't out there that's not already been done? You know what I mean, you know, and, and even when you go out there and you try to go out of the box, no one's going to pay attention to you. You know, it would take you even more years to try to hit that luck. That luck factor is huge when you do experimental stuff. Stuff yeah. that, you know, no one's going to watch because you're trying to do something that's out of so the box. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's, you know, and, you know, of course you get all these regular people saying, oh, this is, you know, it's just so hard to make it. It's just so hard to make it. You know, people kind of measure your, their success. You know, I've, yes, the benchmark is, you know, the money and getting the money and success. People just, you know, sometimes, you know, don't realize that, you know, sometimes, you know, creating your art, your artwork is what you love, you know. And for some, you know, for a lot of people, it's, you know, doing that, you already made it. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that make money, don't have to be out in the, you know, Hollywood and they still continue to do their careers, but you get, you're always going to get negativity with it. And, um, but I have to tell you, a lot of the haters are starting to believe now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. Man. That's good though. Um, yeah. I've, like I said, I've experienced it on a lower level, um, you know, even like with this podcast, like Don and I talk about it all, you know, we have uh, hopes and dreams for the show, like we're doing well, but, um, you know, we want to go other places with it. And, uh, when you, when you tell people things that are like out of the norm, like you want to be an astronaut or something, they'll look at you like you're crazy. And I'll tell you a million reasons why you shouldn't do it or can't do it, because I think it's kind of like a projection of doubt in themselves, you know? So like a lot of people are like crabs in a bucket, man, they'll pull you down. But once you do make it, everybody's on board. Like, you know, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. just like crabs in a bucket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. <clears throat> but, um, I have another question for you, Hilton. Um, yep. so, uh, who, who do you admire in the industry? And, and is there anybody that you try to like emulate? That's a good question. Mm. Uh, um, you know, I, 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 I mean, you probably can see it in some of the, you know, my work that I do. Of course, I love James Cameron, you know, a lot of his work and, uh, Ridley Scott, you know, those like my very, like, you know, awesome guys directors. I like. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, it's kind of hard to always like, um, uh, 
Um, to me, I think like every single director has that one, you know, uh, masterpiece or that one, you know, in, they always got that one piece in the body to work that, that I admire. And I, I like to take little bits and pieces of, of, of these filmmakers that are out there. You know, I love Cronenberg, you know, all his stuff is just amazing. You know, um, I, I just, I, I take, yeah, the fly, you know, one, um, dead zone is, is one of my favorites awesome. from, from him. And, and, uh, so, you know, you, you take these pieces from there and there and, 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 and moments from projects that I really admire, you know, sometimes the movie is not the best movie, but you know, there's something in the movie that, you know, you'll watch just for that moment. Like Dude, some of that, the elements. That, yeah, that's, that moment was kick ass. Even the movie wasn't good, but you just watch it for that. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I mean, those guys are pretty much up there that I really, uh, admire. Um, you know, um, but, you know, it's, it's just hard question because tomorrow could be different. You know what I mean? It could be, and you know, I could say, hey, Quentin Tarantino's one of them, everything, but I, I could say, you know, they, they all inspire me. You know, uh, you know, you got John Carpenter, of course, you know, all the horror guys and uh, Halloween this, one and two. Yeah, no, you have those thing. guys. And, oh my God, the thing—that's like the one of thing, my favorite movies the ever. Thing as a yeah. fantastic movie, one you can just sit there and analyze over and over and over again. You can watch that movie a million times and get something new every time. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like legit one of my top ten. And and um, Hilton, it's funny you bring up James Cameron because I was just watching James Cameron earlier on YouTube on the uh, Aliens 30th Anniversary um like panel, and that's wow. like one of my favorite movies too, man. Aliens is just like freaking awesome um, oh yeah yeah i know it's amazing i hear they have um the new one coming out right it's called uh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yep they would well, have covenant and then uh neil blancamp i think is working on a fifth alien movie and uh they're trying to get sigourney weaver on board and michael bean to come back as hicks and i i heard that she agreed on it oh i am so excited for that yeah like, and so especially excited. with neil bloomcamp helming the movie that's gonna be badass oh yeah oh yeah, yeah he has an awesome style um District Nine. Yeah, what a great! I movie. heard he campaigned for it. I heard that he uh, did some concept drawings and went to the studio to campaign for the job. Yep. And they gave, yeah. Yep. The, and the uh, the concept art looks like it looks insane. It looks amazing. Yeah. So I'm excited for that one. Oh yeah, especially if you're going to Weaver, just stuff and go in it, dude. You can't go wrong with that. You can't. Yeah. I, I, let me let me ask you here, Hilton. Uh, you've obviously seen the first Alien and the second Aliens. Yeah. Um, which one would you prefer? If you just had a choice between the two, because Dave and I have this discussion oh, frequently it's... about these two, because <laughs> oh I, I have I have like, a feeling the first one. Gonna... I have a feeling the first one is more of like a, a, a subtextual, you know, like uh, art house movie, and then the second one is more of a action movie. But I'm, I'm more of I'm just curious which which one would you lean towards? I'm going to go for the first one. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. For the first one. Thank whatever, you. guys. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. Uh, oh man, a lot of the lighting on the first one was just incredible. Even the way it was storytelling was just beautiful. Um, I love the first one. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's it's, it's close. I mean, because you know, like you said, you have more of that kind of art house, kind of like independent kind of feel with the first one. The second one, you have that action pack. But dude, it, it, they're both awesome. But. uh um, as years, years go by, I start to more lean to the first one. Yeah, I think it's the same with me as I get older too. I think it's, it's because when you're young, you see it and it's, it's violent and it's crazy and you're like, this is awesome and I don't know yeah. why. And then there was a certain point when I was watching the movie and I realized how sexual the movie was. Uh, you know, at least, you know, cause the older I get, the more I get into film analysis 
Um, and you can think of that whichever way. I think a lot of film analysis is just like a personal reflection projected upon, but you know, a lot of like Kubrick movies and stuff are, are really what I love. But the first alien movie, you know, especially with H.R. Geiger's artwork with the big alien, you know, penis heads. Yes. Uh, they actually yes, had yes. toned down for the movie, but the whole thing about women empowerment and the fear, I think of male, uh, violation for me that's like the almost the whole movie and the 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 mothership represents an actual mother and them coming out of the womb in the beginning and like stuff like that where there's there's a couple different narratives going on yep oh yeah 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 they have a a a pretty interesting book on that you probably uh uh know exactly what i'm talking about yeah no absolutely it's um uh like you said i agree with you when you get older you start to see things differently and um you start to say well Dude, I missed that when I was young. Like now I know why. <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? yeah. I love aliens so much um, because I think there's like so much to it. And I think aliens and T2, and it's funny because Cameron did yeah. both. <laughs> I think those are two of the rare occasions where a sequel is, it actually like lives up and they're like almost as good as the originals, if not better. That's my opinion. Anyway. Dude, <laughs> what, the freaking Terminator 2 stands today. Yes. It, it is, Holds dude, wasn't up. it? It's like what, 25 years? Like, yeah, it came ago? out like in 93. I went to the theaters to see that. Like, dude, it to this day stands up yep. to like all the movies. It's, it's unbelievable. And it, you know, and that's another, that's another, uh, uh, question. Which one you prefer? Part one, Terminator? Oh, or part one, you know, trust <laughs> me, we get into that all the time. <laughs> I, I personally, that's, that's like a standard. And it, it again goes the way of aliens. I'm more of the first one. Dave's more of the second one. Yeah, well, I think I'm more the first one too. Yeah. <laughs> as far as uh, T1 and T2, for me, they're both equal. Like I love part one. Um, and I, I personally think it's genius what Cameron did, how he took Arnie, that was the villain in the first one, made him the good guy and made the smaller, more frail guy the villain. Like he was kind of unassuming the T1000. He was like, you know, more dangerous actually in the film. Um, but I love them both. And like you said, Hilton, T2 is like, it's crazy. It holds up the same thing with the Matrix. Matrix never gets old. The Matrix dude, is like the first jam. Matrix is my jam, dude. I, I remember yeah. watching that. Like when I it came out when I was in high school, and then when it finally came out onto VHS, I, I got out, I went out and got it. I literally watched that movie every single day when I got home. I mean that that was my jam, dude. I love the Matrix. Great film, great film. The first um, one, yeah. If I could reel it back to Zombie with a Shotgun and Hilton, um, I, I saw the short online, and for you listeners, uh, I'd advise to go check it out. It's really cool. And it's really ambitious for like, you know, a lower budget, you know, short yeah, and series. Yeah. And I love the music to it. Um, I think the, the shots were like really ambitious and cool. It had a great feel to it. And, uh, and it was, a, it's a really cool take on the zo- zombie genre. So, um, but this, I, I have a question. It's not related mm-hmm. to what I just talked about. Um, Hilton, <laughs> um, so what personal sacrifices that you want to share that you've made to make this dream happen for yourself. Because I think some people think that it's like easy and like, and Don and I both know whenever you want to try to go for something, it's hard, man, you got to put in the work. And and I know in your case, you must've, you must've put in a lot of hours and just a lot of personal sacrifice. Yeah. I, you know, the number one thing for that, I would have to say financially, you know, you have to figure out, Hey, look, I have monies for this. And, uh, you know, I really need, you know, to use this money for, you know, something that's, you know, important in life. And you're like, but, you know, 
I needed to do this. It's the only way that I can continue this is to take money out of my pocket and put it into the project that you believe in. And, you know, that's the main sacrifice that you make. You know, of course, time, you know, time takes away from everything, you know, friends and family and everything. But, you know, I guess that that comes with the job. That comes with any job. But, you know, uh, but it definitely the money, you know, uh, yeah, you, you put in the time and you start to say to yourself, you know, is it really worth it? You know, did, did this, you know, you know, did this monies that I use that I could have used for something else that was, you know, important in life, you know. So you're saying I, you've had a lot of doubt? Like at times, you know what? I don't believe that I had. I, I never had a doubt. I always felt that you know, uh, it was always the right thing to do. But you know, you start to uh, wonder about you know, there's a choice that you have to make. Mm-hmm. And for me, believing in the project, you know, I I, I sacrifice all financially to you know. For my for my work, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's a sacrifice and also, like you said, hard work. You know, you 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 know, for like even other projects, you know, a lot of people, like you said, think that you know, you know, this this is something that you do simply, you know, and you know, there's things that there's projects that you work on for months, possibly years, and you know, sometimes it's uh, you look at it like, damn, you know, uh, this took four years out of my life, and <laughs> yeah. I just realized it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at Kubrick. He worked on uh, Napoleon, which never got made, by the way, for yeah. almost his entire life. He worked a way to get to that point and then was never able to make it. And then, you know, and you guys know this, how many projects you work on, on, on spec, on people to come on. You know, there's projects that I worked on for a couple of years thinking it's going to be created and it's going to be made. And you find out that it's not. Somebody it's took a project. Yeah, well, somebody took a project. And you're like, dude. I got this damn script that I've been working on for years and never going to see the light. Hilton, yep. let me tell you, man, I got, I got four that I'm sitting on and I'm not, I'm not talking about on the podcast to plug anything, but like I am legitimately in a, an aspiring script writer and you know, I've sacrificed myself, man. I put my stuff out there. I've dipped into my own pockets, like money, trying to get, make it, th- make things happen. And mm-hmm. it's hard, man. It is discouraging at times. But like you said, you got to follow your instincts and, and your gut, man, and, uh, keep believing. And, um, like I said in the beginning of the show, man, I was, I was just excited to have you on because, you know, seeing somebody make it, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm going to add to that. You're right. It is very discouraging, and 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 I'll tell you, you know, four years when I did this whole zombie thing, you know, I did I did the web series. I said, you know what, I'm I'm gonna do this myself. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna go and hunt down people for money because that should take forever and will never probably happen. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I said, I'm gonna go for it, man. And I, you know, I did it. You know, I had brought in a good team. You know, be friends and everything like that who helped me out. We did it. You know, put it out there. Got a lot of press on it and everything. And, you know, then we started with the whole comic book, comic book, you know, the whole press and everything like that with that and it was developing. And then I said to myself, you know what? I think this is the time that I can go shop it around. Mm-hmm. Hey, and even with the six little success that I had mm-hmm. the beginning couple of years, you know, I did meet a lot of people, you know, a lot of BS artists out there. You know, they all give me, give me all the song and dances. Mm-hmm. And you start to meet people that want to be able to take your whole project and give you anything, nothing. Mm-hmm. And if you, like you said, screw it's very dis- yeah, they try to screw me over. And I said, you know, and you're right. It, get, it got very discouraging that I said, you know what? I guess I'm going to have to do this myself. <clears throat> and I went and, you know, I, I just, 
I'm telling you, I never wanted intended, I never once intended to go into the campaign to raise money for this film because I, I, I felt that it deserved it more, you know, uh, uh, to get out there more and, and, and be more magical. But then I started to say, you know what? If I created this, this, this series that people like, then whatever they like, they want to see it again. And why not do it the way I've been doing it? And raise some of the monies to do it and give what people have been asking for. They want to see a feature film. And if I went this far, why not do it? You know, why not take that shot and campaign and take the little monies I have and still make a kick-ass zombie film? And that's, hey that's the discourage, that's what discourage got me. It got, it just getting so discouraged. I said, screw the system, screw everybody. There's a platform <laughs> to do it. I'm going to do it. And that's what hey I did. Hey, man, I, I, uh, I wish you, like, so much success. You seem so genuine and so down-to-earth, and it's, it's refreshing and cool. And uh, speaking about the the um, the funding, you have a you have a GoFundMe page, right? Like, we're going to link that, like, in the description of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I have – I have. we started – you know, I'll tell you a little bit. Uh, uh, we started on the Kickstarter. Uh, realized the Kickstarter um, – we just – wasn't going to get the whole monies for this Kickstarter and realizing that the Kickstarter, uh, of course, you don't raise the monies, you're going to lose everything. So we cut the campaign short, went into Indiegogo for two months. Uh, we was able to raise a pretty good amount of money. And, you know, a lot of people said to me, you should go start another campaign. I was like, no, uh, there's no time for another campaign. It's time to do this project. And I said, let's do it. At the same time, I said, let me just open a GoFundMe. Uh, any little monies was going to help me make the production value, you know, much more. Feed the cast and crew, which is, you know, I don't have to tell you how much money it is. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. flying people here, you know, some of the actors coming, you know, uh, from certain places and in the country come here in New York, um, you know, finding a place for them to live and everything like that. And, you know, amazingly, it's working out very well. It's made, awesome. it, it, it's working out pretty well. And yeah, we opened the GoFundMe, trying to get a little monies here and there. And, you know, uh, it, it happens to be, it's interesting, you know, there's still people that are really still supporting it, you know, giving, giving me $20 here, $30 here, $40. Adds hey, it does, it definitely does, adds up. And, um, it's really exciting. And like I said, you know, I, I, for people who's listening out there, you know, who feels, that, you know, this business, this industry is very discouraging, you know, go out there and see what you can do, you know, because there, there are tools out there to try to help you, you know, get out there. And, and again, you know, easy for me to say, you know, I, I, I bring back the luck factor. I did get lucky with mm-hmm. the product, uh, where there is, like you said, there's very dedicated people who believe in the project and is helping me. Um, awesome. so I know, I know it could be definitely harder for like another project, but I believe that, you know, working at it and just keep on going and you know whatever you can do it hey but it's like a it's like a stepping stone thing man like um you're only gonna go you know further with this you know so it's kind of like us with the podcast you know we keep reaching these little like milestones and you propel like further um so so has money been the biggest obstacle for you like with making this film yeah yeah, I would say so because you know you want to give you know you want to do something really good and sometimes you do need you know unfortunately you know money does dictate the story that you want to tell um, and in order for you to, to take the story you know it depends what kind of monies you're gonna get for it so yeah I would say that's probably like you know the number one thing I mean um, you know uh, besides that you know uh, you know just is 
always also you have to go out and get create you know get the great crew and the cast together and you know that everybody always has problems when you you know you up and downs you know you know until you work with them but money definitely is is the, is the key um to getting this because again you know you know a lot of you know you get a lot of idiots you know that always say uh man you know it's taking you four years to do this project what the hell you know it's taking so long i'm like oh really yeah. you think it's that easy <laughs> you know right, what i mean right, well right. not only that the, i mean the movie industry works at that pace you know yeah and that's, that's just how it is I, you know you, dude you, but you i don't have to tell you you don't know how many idiots are telling oh man four years and it's, it's finally you're so doing long. yeah it's like what are you doing you're doing something <laughs> wrong you don't know how to do it this should have been out such a long time ago and i'm like you know, really? you know, you tell those people, Hilton, you tell them, really? Well, you've been at your job for 30 years and I haven't seen you accomplish shit. You know, that's, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel like. I mean, how, how is that office position holding up good? Yeah, great. Uh, that's the best. That's the best. Oh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, sometimes I get into debates with them. Uh, you know, I, I actually, one guy just kept on, you know, just annoying me and I'm like, dude, man, you know, you have to cut him down. Yeah. I was like, listen, you know, uh, I didn't, I, I said, you know, I, the best saying, we all know the saying, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just say one liner. You sure. know, Rome wasn't built in one day. Right, right, right. And that's it. And, um, but it's, it's funny because Don was talking about how much support you have, like on, you know, social media and online. And like YouTube is like a cesspool of like negativity. Like people will like shit on your stuff and mm-hmm. you got keyboard warriors and backseat drivers. Like it's people will be on there and they'll, those shit on everything and uh you know i'm big into like mma and like um the ufc and all that stuff and, and it makes me sick sometimes uh i see people like shitting on fighters because like i've trained myself for like a while and i have some experience i know how hard it is to and, and how grueling the training is and everything so when i see people like you know say oh that guy's a punk like he tapped out or he gassed out like what a what a puss you know whatever yeah. it's like dude do you realize how hard it is to do what they do? They're in front of millions of people putting it all on the line. Like, you get your ass in there and do it and tell me yeah. how you And to get punched in the face, right? That's yeah. crazy. And, I don't and, get that. And, and with acting, like, I've done shorts and acting's not easy, man. You got to remember your lines. You have to pull mm-hmm. off the scene in front of people. Um, you have to control your nerves. Like it's, it's, it's very Dave, difficult, man. Dave, Dave, to jump on top of you here, there's a guy whose name is Rody Walker. He, uh, if you're listening, Rody, we're trying to get you on the show, but, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a guy named Rody Walker and, uh, he's in a band. And one of the times he was touring with a much larger band who does a different style of music. And while he was playing, I, I was listening to an interview of his. He said the entire time he was playing as a warm up act for this other band, he was getting booed. Everybody was flipping him the bird. They were throwing shit at him. And I remember he turned to the audience and said, you may be booing and yelling at me, but I'm at least up on the stage trying to do something, you know. And I think I think that's where where the big difference comes in between you know those people or you know the 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 vitriol that you hear about. You know they they don't realize what it takes to get up there and do something and perform in front of people or to actually try to get out of the nine to five or, or do something creative and make yeah. money at it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, like you said, even what you're right with the whole social media. That I'm going. I I get you know uh uh. The dumb, you know, messages that I get daily is just so stupid. But, you know, basically, <laughs> it, it just, you know, people just, it's garbage, it's this, it's that. But, you know, I I know that, you know, like I said, the dedicated fans really, you know, are, are behind me. And I really appreciate that. And uh, it's just, it's just, I think about anything, right? It's just with the world that we live in, right? That everyone has their own freaking opinion. 
Right. And, right. you know, and of course, when something is really good, you don't get as much people to put that out. You know, of course, negativity is like when you go to like a restaurant, it's bad and it's like everyone's going to put it on Yelp or they're going to put it online. But if the restaurant, is, you had a good, you know, good meal and you satisfied, you're really not going to go online and put it out. But people just Isn't love that to funny? put crap. It's weird Isn't how that, that works. Isn't it funny how that works? Negativity spreads and, and, and positivity not as much. It's, it's crazy. It's almost like people feel good for putting others down. It's like, it's yeah. crazy. Any simple thing, dude, it's any simple thing. People just want to just shine on shit, man. Yep, shit it's on. crazy. It's insane. I think, I honestly think that has a lot to do with uh, our minute culture. At least, at least that's what I call it. I call it our minute culture. Every, everything is second by second. And, you know, everything is lived in 30 second increments on, on Twitter, on Facebook, on, you know, Snapchat, whatever the case is. And I mm-hmm. think, I think that kind of civilization breeds, uh, that type of objectivity where you're just allowed to just voice off your opinion willy nilly. And you're just, just angry about everything. <laughs> I just call it a hateration X, man. That's, yeah. that's where we're living in right now. Yeah, um, uh, unfortunately, yeah, and I think it's going to get worse. Um, Hilton, I got another question for you. I don't know how much time you have left, but um, so w- what's your um, what's your end goal like in this business, and what do you want to like ultimately accomplish like at the end of it all? I definitely want to get you know the whole zombie with a shotgun more out there, you know, to the masses, and be able to tell my own interpretation of a different, you know, um, you know, zombie, you know, story. But, you know, I, I definitely felt, I, I definitely feel that I want to, I think, I feel that I want to get out there and to continue something for a very long time. I, I feel that it has the legs, it has the, you know, um, the right, you know, chops to, to get out there in the comic book world and in, and the television series world. I think this project is actually more for like a television series than a, you know, feature film. Even though Netflix? I wouldn't mind. That would be awesome. Yeah. I, even though e- either they both would go either or, you know, you could do sequels with it and everything. But I think I would definitely see this more kind of like a television series where it's told in the New York City kind of storyline, you know, having that whole New York City vibe going on. I don't think we ever had anything like that, a zombie story. Because every time we talk about zombies, it's always like in the back, <laughs> backwoods. Right, in the country. Yeah, in the country and everything. And, and that's what we're, you know, doing. You know, we're shooting here in New York City trying to tell a story of zombies. Even though it's not the zombie story that a lot of people believe it's going to be, where it's going to be zombies roaming around. You know, it's still going to be the backstory of this, you know, these two people that are trying to figure out what's going on in their lives. And we get to, you know, see who they are and we get to relate who they are. And of course the zombie whole thing is there. But my ultimate goal is to get this out to the, to the masses and to keep on telling my story as long as I can in the comic book world or in the, you know, entertainment, you know, feature or television series. So, I definitely believe that this is going to have a, a longevity in the comic book. Uh, you know, um, you know, right now we're on the second issue. And, um, we're going to be working on the third in the next two months. So we're trying to create a three to four episodes or issues of the comic book. And we're going to shop for a publisher. And the interesting thing is the really good thing is that we already have publishers that's really interested in the product. Awesome. awesome. And we're just figuring out, you know, how to the game plan, you know, uh, the artists, you know, like I said, I'm just blessed with a, a team of artists, you know, helping me and, Helping me trying to figure out who's the best, you know, publisher to go with. 
and the fact that you know the feature length film is going to be created having that with the with the with the comics would leverage you know the project to go even higher that might blow up yeah hopefully definitely that would definitely <clears throat> so you know the ideal hopefully that would happen and, uh, let's see what happens i mean we 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 feel like i said you know well we're in the right right track so so going forward hilton um you know later on down the road like do you want to stick with horror or do you have other you know, ask for like what what other genres do you want to touch like with the next films? <laughs> well, it's it's funny that we said that because I began saying that you know I never wanted to go, I, not never. I take that back. I never had the opportunity to do horror in the beginning, even though that was my favorite genre. Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, I'm into the genre. It's like now I'm so in it. Now am I going to go back to what I used to do with the drum? But my next project, you know, uh, I would love to do, and I, and I give this answer to a lot of people. It doesn't doesn't matter what genre it is, as long as it's a good story. Mm-hmm. I don't really mind if it's horror, action, romance, drama, whatever it is. As long as I can read that script and I can believe that this story is well, you know, well done and can What's be told. Together? Yes, and can be told, you know, for an audience. I don't really don't care what the what the genre is, mm-hmm. um, but I am. Um, Slated to, uh, do a, uh, romance, uh, it's funny, right? From horror to romance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, cool, a, a romance slash drama slash co- comedy, uh, film after, um, this feature is done. I'm not gonna, it's not right away, but we, uh, uh, probably get into, uh, pre-production and start working, uh, you know, to see what, you know, how, when I would be able to shoot it. Awesome. So that's the answer to the question. That's uh, basically looks like those would be my next project. And this is actually a project that I've been trying to be do. I've been from 2009, believe it or not. I've been, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's taking you so long, man? Yeah. <laughs> this oh, message. This message. <laughs> Hurry it up, dude. Well, actually. you know what? I, I, I will tell you a little bit what's taking so long. Finally getting the rights for the book. Mm. Getting the option finally arrived and got the opportunity and since 2009 trying to figure out how's this going to get to me how i'm going to be able to have it in my hands and just believing you know it's like oh you know let's see maybe this year maybe this year i can get it that year and then finally i guess yeah. with a, like the, the the magic word of the day with a little with the luck <laughs> I, I got it well, persistence uh, and persistence plus opportunity right yeah yeah, that's, I think yeah, that's the going shocking because you know there was during the couple of years I was like I totally forgot about it. I'm like, eh, never's gonna happen, and then it's just boom. Like, hey, well, look, it it took Michael Crichton 30 years to write the uh, the book Sphere, so good things take time. But, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I do, I, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, if you want to finish the statement, you can uh, feel free. Sorry. No, I, I was just, I, no. The only thing I was gonna say, you know, as they always say, everybody has their time. Yeah. But um, I was going to try to uh, jump off just a little bit off here and uh, shake the interview up just slightly. There was something I did the last time we were on with a celebrity guest, and I didn't even tell Dave I planned this, but I want to do it again. A couple rapid-fire questions for you. So just off the top of your head, um, as quick as you can, don't think too much. Just answer briefly. You down? You interested? Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Beer or wine? Beer. Jazz venue or Coachella? Jazz. Uh, Hollywood or Bollywood? Hollywood. Movie theater or surround sound? 
like uh, sorry, it's surround sound in your your home theater surround sound. <laughs> Forgot movie theater on that one. <laughs> movie movie figured, figured as much. Sorry, theater. yeah. Okay, yeah. MP3 or vinyl. Vinyl. Uh, Salvador Dali Museum or Science Museum? Oh, Salvador Dali. Ah, there's one in Tampa too. Uh, Tropical Island or Snowcapped Mountain? Tropical Island. All right, and last one, Pokemon or PlayStation? PlayStation. Oh wow, man, you were fast. Nice, Resident Metal Evil Twisted Metal. Yeah, Resident <laughs> Evil. I'm surprised you didn't go with the Pokemon. We were just talking about how you know intrinsic this was to our society. Now it was like a dude. I you know, tried like a two it. Two day I, fad. I, I couldn't get into it, man. I couldn't do it. I think I caught I caught like some kind of weird turtle with an onion on his back, and I just <laughs> onion turtle. That's it, and man. I, I gave up. You know what's funny is is uh, after we did the Pokemon episode, I had everybody and their mother, at least around us who knows that we're doing this, um, coming up to me and saying, it's not Pokemon, it's Pokemon. And it just makes me that much more still want to say Pokemon every single time. <laughs> it's just, I'm resilient. The more they say it, the more I just keep sticking with it. I refuse to change. It's funny that you said it because uh, the New York City commissioner here in New York City uh, last week had uh had to do a special sort of like uh I don't know press release or whatever you want to call it a conference uh telling all his officers uh that they're not allowed to play Pokemon and the way he said it was <clears> so <throat> funny on television he's like anybody any officers found <laughs> caught playing Pokemon uh, that's it, hilarious. It, it, it was hilarious, and everybody the next you know of course Twitter was making fun of everybody everybody was just hilarious it's the way cool. he was saying. It's insane but, that they even had a conference on this. This is like yeah. taking over the world. Yeah. Like the police not, must know, yeah. Not only that too, there was a sign I saw over the interstate, you know, that's normally reserved for silver alerts, traffic updates, or uh, like amber alerts, and it said don't Pokemon and drive. <laughs> like isn't oh that kind of sad? God, you, you get the license to drive an, a motor vehicle <laughs> but you're not mature enough to know. Not to play Pokemon while you drive. Even the churches, right? They have the, the signs going on, right? They're talking about, uh, um, you found Pokemon, but have you found Jesus? You know, I, I, they, they have <laughs> oh those Oh my things. God. Yeah, dude. They had another one that was really good on the sign. It was like, uh, uh, these, um, did you, uh, have you found, uh, Pikachu mm. or has Jesus, has Jesus peaked? At you, some corny thing, but it was <laughs> oh just my like God. they're going at it. You should like, take wow. a picture of that next time. That's Dude, good no, stuff. Just go on, go on. It was it was trending this morning on Twitter. So if you if you go mm. on to like the old, uh, um, it should be under um Pokemon and the church and everything. Oh no, it was under what is the church saying? And a lot of the stuff they were saying this morning that was trending was all about Pokemon. And then there was a sign. On the church wall that said, if you're playing Pokemon, you're able to come in, but please be quiet, especially if there's a funeral or there's a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. If there's a funeral and I run a church, no motherfucker's coming in and playing Pokenuts on yeah. my yeah. pew or whatever it is while while uh, some uh, dead person's getting remembered. That's insane. Yeah. What, I it, can't believe it. Kudos to them though. Like, th- I think the actual game is pretty ingenious. Like how I use this Google Maps and all that, and I use the phone's camera. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. Did you see last week what happened in Central Park when they found one of the characters? Uh, I don't know the character's name, sorry, but uh, there was this uh, character they found in Central Park, and they have it on like you could, you could see it on um, I don't know on on YouTube. 
mm. that people were just running out of the cars and people was like a mob oh. of people just running to Central Park. I guess it was a rare character then. Yes, yes. Somebody <laughs> told me, but I forgot it. And it's just hurting of idiot humans. That's my buddy, <laughs> my buddy had no idea what the whole Pokemon thing is, and I described it to him. He's like, "Can somebody help me with this?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's a." Uh, you know, you, you chase after imaginary creatures in competition with other people chasing after imaginary creatures. And, uh, and you see who has the more powerful fake creature. And, and coincidentally, like, you're a virgin till you're like 50. Like, it's, it's, um, it's crazy, man. Um, I try to get into it, like I said. And, uh, I call it like one and I just hung it up. I may try <laughs> to get, I may, I, tr- I may try to get Charmander later. I can't lie. That is funny. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But, is, uh, uh, is, is this, uh, are we good on this right now? I think I have no more questions for Hilton. Um, I just wanted to mention one thing going way, way back to the title when uh, Hilton mentioned it. Um, it, it did grab me. Like, because I'm a fan of Hobo with a shotgun. And then, you know, um, Zombie with a shotgun's floating all over the place. So, like, I did see it on Twitter. And I'm like, I'm like, whoa. This is like a one-up from Hobo with a shotgun. It's a zombie with a shotgun. So <laughs> I was in with the title, man. So yeah, I, dude. I mean, I can't believe, like I, I, I think, like I said, I wanted to get an interesting title for people to come and you know grab their attention to come in to watch the film, and it did work. I mean, even if like I can't even believe, even if you Google zombie with a shotgun, it's just unbelievable. Of, like the hits that it's getting. I'm like, yeah. This is starting to get, it's starting to catch with people. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, wow. That's why I said I have like a responsibility now to, you know, cater to the fans and the people that, you know, really want to see more. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. You can't top zombie with a shotgun. I mean, the only thing I can possibly top that at this point is Pokemon with a shotgun. That's, that's, that's funny. <laughs> this time is personal. Right now, that's probably the only thing that can do it, but zombie with a shotgun, that's a, t- that's a mint title. <laughs> Pikachu with a shotgun. Yeah, but, uh, right. I, I got nothing else, Hilden. I don't know if Don has anything. Um, we're going to certainly plug all the pages. Um, I just want to say, Thank you for being on. 